0: The desert wind is a Raider. This is the Silver and Black Today podcast, the latest in Raiders news, views, and interviews from the home of Raider Nation, Las Vegas, Nevada. Check out the only independent news source covering the Raiders based in Las Vegas. And now, your host, Scott Goldbranson. Raider Nation, how are you? And yes, we we do need to change the opening. Uh, We. (laughs) This is the Silver and Black Today podcast. Yes. We haven't done a podcast in a while. It's always been our Silver and Black Tonight radio show, which is on Friday nights. You can catch that if you're in Southern California or actually from the Mexican border all the way to the Canadian Rockies. You can hear us on the Mightier 1090 ESPN radio. Myself, Mo Moten, who's on his summer hiatus. He jumps in and out during the summer, but he is my regular co-host and will be uh, moving forward as well. But this is the podcast, and yes, our opening talks about us being in Las Vegas, because of course, if you follow the show, you've been with us for a while, Uh, I did relocate from Las Vegas to Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio, to be exact, so that's where I do the show from now, and we live in this world now where you can do things from anywhere, and so that's what I'm doing, Uh, and so we'll we'll fix the opening, because we will be doing a little bit more podcasting as we move up, uh, in addition to the radio shows during the season we also have our sunday morning show on 98.5 the fan in las vegas as well as the bet 1140 those are sister stations on the odyssey network uh and you can catch those in las vegas as well so we're on in both sides of it california the west coast and then of course in las vegas but also podcasts especially when things like the schedule drop yes yesterday raider nation found out where their beloved Raiders will be uh, and where they won't be and what their season looks like. And so we wanted to do a quick little podcast here to talk about that, right? So, uh, oh, and by the way, don't forget to join us later tonight, if you're listening to this on Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, The Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio, Silver and Black Tonight. Sam Meyerowski, my good friend in Las Vegas, my attorney from Sam and Ash Law. We're going to talk about the Mark Davis stuff, front office, all that jazz. So he's going to be with us there from a legal perspective to talk us through that. Also, uh, we will talk to Alex Ballantyne from Bleacher Report about the Raiders. Are the Raiders one of the most improved teams in the NFL? We'll get that answer from him. He'll tell us why. And he's got some surprises, too, because some arch rivals of the Raiders are also on his list. I'm just teasing you there so make sure you check that out as we uh, as we get closer uh, to that time tonight. But I figured hey, you're at lunch you want to listen to some Raiders content. I'll give you this podcast as well. but I wanted to get on um, we recorded that show so so I, I we didn't have the schedule yet. Um, earlier yesterday uh, as I'm on the Eastern time zone. So, so we did it a little differently, but I do want to talk to the, through the Raiders schedule. Clearly the Raiders don't have an easy go of it and that's fine. Uh, I'm not in the audience of people. And with all due respect to the best fans in all of sports Raider nation, if you're complaining about the schedule, eh, you know what? This team has done a lot. I, I have a lot of faith. I am, I am bullish. On this team, as you guys know, I'm not a big fan boy. I don't sit there and cheer for the Raiders. Uh, I know you do. I figure you guys do that. I'm here just to talk about the Raiders, give you an objective point of view on it, and you can decide whether you like it or not. But nonetheless, um, the schedule is tough. Uh, it has been. It should be. And I think that's what you want, right? You want a tough schedule that you're going to go out and do that. Now, did the NFL do the Raiders any favors? <laughs> no. Did they do other teams absolute favors? You bet your ass they did. I mean, you look at the Steelers. The Steelers. Of course, the Rooney family might as well just, you know, camp out in the NFL office. The Steelers don't play a game, one game outside the Eastern time zone. One game. None. Zero. Zilch. How is that fair? I mean... In today's modern NFL where you're traveling, yes, sometimes schedules just happen if you're playing it's interdivisional stuff, but still, that's ridiculous. Now, the Raiders, on the other hand, let's dive into this schedule and I'll give you my thoughts on it and would love to hear yours as well so you can leave comments below, but the Raiders... Of course, the big game to open it up uh, in the preseason. And, yes, it's preseason football, but very exciting because I'll be up there, too. It's just up the road for me in Canton, Ohio, against the Jacksonville Jaguars on Thursday, August 4th in the Hall of Fame game, which will be on NBC. That'll be a lot of fun, obviously, with uh, the, the – Um, induction and all that stuff around the Hall of Fame. So that's good. If you haven't been to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, you're a Raiders fan, you might as well go this year because of all the good news there, but also your team will be playing the Jaguars. It'll be awesome. So go. It'll be fun, and I will meet you there, and we'll have a beer. Uh, But if you look at the Chargers' regular season schedule, you have them opening up at the L.A. Chargers on Sunday, September 11th. So it will be another Chargers stadium, SoFi Stadium, filled with silver and black. I'm going to say 70%. I'm going to say 70%. It could be higher. It might be. It most likely will be higher. But I'm going to say 70%. But let's go over the schedule. That's the the opening game. And then, of course, the next week, they open up at home at Allegiant Stadium in the friendly confines against the Arizona Cardinals at 125. So regular kickoff time there. But... I want to run through some of the things I noticed in this schedule and some of the marquee games we'll talk about. Uh, but this will be the first time in or excuse me, the third time in 10 seasons this, uh, the the Raiders meet an AFC West opponent to start the year and I love that. I don't know about you guys, but don't you want to dispel like all this Charger hype, right? All this Charger hype which we know happens all the time and they never come through on it. They are like Michigan J. Frog. If you're under 40, you probably don't know what that means, but they are the Michigan J. Frog of the NFL. Everybody pumps them up, and then they never come through. Now, the Chargers made some incredible uh, additions, and I think they have gotten better, but they're getting way too much hype again because it's the L.A. market. You have to understand that. I know a lot of Raider fans listening out there are in Los Angeles, and you get this too. It's a big media market, so you, you get it to a certain degree. But I like this because the Raiders can open up and be 1-0 both overall but also in the AFC West. The, the goal is to win the AFC West, right? It's got to be the goal. Yes, getting the playoffs is the goal. Yes, win a Super Bowl, absolutely the goal. But you got to start with your division so you get that playoff seed without any problems so they open up against the chargers and i love that because they can go out there and whoop some ass and and take care of business right and then you set the tone within the division so i love that they. some people complaining that they're opening up in the division no it's good i think the raiders will be fine with that now um they open uh, again uh, with the chargers but then they open up at home the next week Against the Cardinals, the the Raiders have won four of the team's last five home openers, including the last two at Allegiant Stadium. So they've done well. So if you can beat the Chargers, and I'm not going to get into record predictions yet, I'm not there yet, but I would say that if you can beat the Chargers on the road, then come home and beat the Cardinals, you're two and zero, and then you got to head to Tennessee in Week Three. So so that's a good set, and I think for reasons I'll give you in just a moment. The Raiders need to start off hot. I really believe that. Right now, they've had no problem doing that in past years. It's been the back end of the schedule that's been the problem. That was a different regime, a different coach, everything. It's all different with Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler in power now. Okay, so I don't expect the late season swoon to happen because the Raiders are also developing a better sense of depth throughout the roster. Yes, the offensive line needs to still be addressed. It's a huge concern still for me. They have to build more depth on the back end and in other spots. And they will. They've done it at wide receiver. They've done it at running back, obviously, in spades. They've done it at linebacker, of course, with the signing of Young this, this past week. So, so I, I think that they will be better off on the second half of the season. But there's a caveat, which I'll get to in a minute. But if you also look at some of the notes from this schedule, uh, the Raiders play each of their AFC West rivals within the first five weeks of the season. They play the the, the Chargers in week one, as we talked about, and then they play the Chiefs in week five, and they host Denver in week four. It's the first time since 2009 that the Raiders will play all three division foes within the first five weeks. Folks, that's why it's so important to get off to that hot start, because it's in the division. If you can win those three games, I know it's a tall tall order, but I think they can do it. That means you got to win games at LA and in Kansas City and then beat the Broncos, the Ponies, at home. If they do that, and they're 3-0 and in the division heading into the bye week, which is week six, whew, then then you guys, you can't celebrate yet, way too early in the season, but the Raiders would set the tone in the AFC West, right? So a huge part of that season, uh, early part of the season. Now, the Raiders overall in this schedule, and you guys have seen the schedule, so I'm not going to run through every single week. I'm just going to run through some scenarios and things that I've noticed. But the Raiders host four playoff teams, and um, they also will go in Arizona. They, they play San Francisco Week 17 and Kansas City Week 18 to end the season, too. So tough, tough swing at the end. But they're going to play four playoff teams. And then in December, I heard a lot of people, and a lot of people I love out there that, that are fans of the show, listeners of the show, friends uh, online, who talked about the Raiders not getting more primetime games. Mostly the Monday night football, Sunday night football thing. But the Raiders play four overall. They play that Monday night game against the Chiefs on October 10th. It's in Kansas City. But then they play three straight primetime games in December. Now, (laughs) I'm going to get into that part of the schedule here in a second. But they face the Rams on a Thursday night game and the Patriots on the next Sunday. So they have a long week to prepare for the Patriots, but a short week to prepare for the Rams. And before the Rams, they're playing the Chargers at home. So a big, big matchup, huge matchup, and then they got to go to Los Angeles on a short week. That's a tough one against the defending Super Bowl champs. So they Sunday night football against the Patriots in week 15, and then they have to travel all the way east to Pittsburgh on Christmas Eve for week 16. And that's where I'm going to get into this. Because if you look at the Raiders last 6 weeks, you talk about a gauntlet. Now, this is this is this is where the season in my view is going to be make, made or b- broken because yes, if the Raiders can win early in the season, they have to do it. Because between Sunday December 4th when they host the Chargers, to when they end the season either on January 7th or 8th because it'll be a flex game against the Chiefs to close out the season at home in Allegiant with just that crowd. Raider Nation is going to just go nuts, and that, that, that's going to be a hell of a game. It's just going to be a hell of a game. But you have the Chargers at, Chargers at home, at the Rams, Patriots at home, at the Steelers on Christmas Eve, at home on New Year's Day against the 49ers. By the way, if you're trying to get a hotel to go in for that game, good luck. You're going to have 300,000 people in town for New Year's Eve and the hotel. You're going to have to skip your mortgage payment. <laughs> I'm not recommending you do that. Or I should say, it's going to cost you a mortgage payment to get a dumpy room at Circus Circus or something like that. So that's a tough one. Uh, so so those last six weeks, Chargers, Rams, Patriots, Steelers, 49ers, and Chiefs. So you look at that, Chiefs, 49ers, Patriots, Rams, four of the six, Playoff teams from last year. At Pittsburgh, East Coast, Christmas Eve, freezing. At the Rams on a short week. Man, that's where I talk about them, the NFL, not doing any favors for the Raiders. Now, again, did they screw the Raiders? No, I'm not saying that. I think that's a little too far. But it's a tough road. But that's what you got to do. The division got a lot better, which you'll hear about on our our Friday night show on uh, the Mightier 1090. 6 p.m. Friday, don't forget about it. Uh, But anyway... You have that, and, and so that, that series. Now, I set that up, but then if you look before that six-game stretch, now this is the one I want you to pay attention to and why I think after the bye week it's going to be just a gauntlet. Between October 30th and, and, and uh, the Sunday of Thanksgiving, which is November 27th, the Raiders play four of their six games four of their six games on the road. So before that stretch from December through the end of the season, that six-game just just crazy schedule, they have to play at New Orleans, at Jacksonville. In consecutive weeks, they're going to the Eastern Time. Well, New Orleans is on the Central Time Zone, excuse me. But they have to go East nonetheless. They have to go to the Saints and the Jaguars in consecutive weeks, then come home to host the Colts, Then on the road again to host the Broncos, or excuse me, to visit the Broncos and the Seahawks. And then they go into that six-game gauntlet stretch I just talked about. Whew. That's tough. And and that's where, again, I'm not going to do record predictions right now. But it's tough. That's why I think the early part of the season, Chargers, Cardinals, Titans, Broncos, Chiefs, first matchup, Texans, that those first six games are vital. They they got to win, I mean, they got to win as many as they can up front. Cuz it's going to be tough cuz then later in the season, of course, you have injuries, you have all that stuff that happens in the NFL, right? So, that schedule's tough, man. It is tough. I think they were tied for it said seventh most difficult schedule. Now, that's based on a def- different parameters. When you look at the fact that they have to spend Four of six weeks on the road and then go through six weeks. Chargers, Rams, Patriots, Steelers, 49ers, Chiefs. Boy, that's just tough. you know. But again, can this team do it? Absolutely they can. I'm bullish again. But overall, you look at it again, the four primetime games, but only one of them at home. Now, the Raiders got a bunch of them, and we had the COVID stuff, all that jazz, and it's unfortunate. But um, the cycle for the Raiders on national TV, they just got to win. If they win this year... And I know there's some teams that aren't winners that are on. The Chargers get more of the Broncos because of Russell. It's all because of Russell Wilson. Whether you like him or not, it's just he sells and the the TV cameras love him. The networks love him. So they're on the road. The Raiders go to Kansas City for ESPN Monday Night Football. We talked about that week five. Los Angeles to face the Rams on Thursday night. And then New England on Sunday Night Football, which will be a great one in week 15. And then the Pittsburgh game on Christmas Eve is obviously also a national game in primetime on the NFL Network, which means primetime, East Coast time zone, nighttime, cold as hell in Pittsburgh on the river there, right? So it's going to be interesting uh, to say the least. Uh, and, and, and that Christmas Eve game um, will be the first time the Raiders and the Steelers have done a primetime game since 2002. So, you know, again, this schedule, I mean, look, it's, it's tough, but at the same time, I think that's what you want, right? You don't want to get into the playoffs playing a bunch of patsies and then you're unable to complete it. Because the job the job to get done is to win the Super Bowl, right? But I think this team and what they've done can get through it. You got the veteran quarterback. You got Devontae. And this team's dynamic has just changed so much. And so so despite the schedule and some of the quirks, and, and again, that 10 game, I... I I know I'm contradicting myself out there, Raider Nation, but here's the deal. The final 10 weeks of the season, man, are just tough because of the four road games. It's just tough on the road. I don't care who you're playing. You say, oh, yeah, they're playing the Jaguars. It's still... That's after playing the Saints in New Orleans the week previous. And then at the Broncos in November 20th, it'd probably be cold in Denver. And then Seattle's not exactly warm Thanksgiving time either. They get a lot of snow every once in a while. So, so a lot of that stuff happens up. But if this team can start early, get as many wins as they can in that first six weeks, which includes a bye week. By the way, I like the early bye because with a new team, a new coaching staff, that'll give Josh McDaniels the chance after just coming off a game at Kansas city, win or lose, where you can look at things, have some time to adjust before you go to Houston to face one of the weaker teams in the entire NFL. So from that perspective, Again, I think the Raiders have got to get business done early, which is going to be tough because you're going to have lots of new pieces. You have a new coaching staff, a new all that stuff. But they're going to have to get it. So the, the, the preseason will be interesting to see what they do there. They're going to have to do a lot of work in camp and get things as, as finely tuned as they can heading in to the regular season. Other interesting games, though. I mean, you look at uh, the Saints game is interesting just because it's in New Orleans. That would be a great one to travel to. Uh, as well, the Patriots matchup on the 18th of December clearly was going to be a Sunday night game because Josh McDaniels remember this is an entertainment league it's not just football what plays well on TV so the schedule makers you knew that was going to be a nighttime game Bill Belichick and his protege and his former uh, GM protege too with, with uh, Ziegler so so you knew that was going to happen and it's in Las Vegas so that's great. Be indoors in the friendly confines so that'll be good. Um, but if you look at the rest of this overall, I like the way the Raiders match up with a lot of these teams early on. Of course, there's so much we don't know yet, which is why I will not make a record prediction yet. Not that I'm very accurate, although last, last year I was pretty accurate. They beat my expectation of 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7 and seven by a game. So you look at the way the division stacks up, I can see the Raiders winning anywhere from 10 to 12 games right now. I'm not certain we'll see what else they change on that offensive line and what else they're able to do and then how things look in camp and then God forbid any injuries we got to we got to check that out but nonetheless um, you know it's it's interesting and I just wanted to jump on and give you my reaction to the schedule I will love to hear your reaction you can tweet at me at LV gully or snb tonight of course um, and we certainly appreciate your thoughts and comments. Don't forget, again, our radio show is coming up uh, on Friday nights, as it always does, on the Mightier 1090 ESPN radio down in Southern California. So if you're in LA and you're an LA Raiders fan or you're in San Diego and you're a Raiders fan, because there's a lot of them down there too, you can check us out on 1090 on your AM dial. If you're not there, so many of you listen to this show and this podcast, um, the shows in Vegas too, the same thing, Uh, you're out of market, Raider Nation's international, right? So... If you're listening to us somewhere else, you can always subscribe here on the podcast feed and you will get the show uh, as well. So so just do that. Make sure you sub there. Do us a favor too. If you're on iTunes or wherever you're getting the podcast, Spotify... Leave us a positive rating there and tell people how much you love the show and uh, so that we can do that. We would certainly appreciate that and love that as well. Uh, but until the show later tonight on Friday, if you're listening to this then, if you're not listening to this then, at least you got the schedule reaction, uh, but certainly go back and listen to Friday night show as well. But we appreciate that. We're looking forward to talking to my friend Sam of Sam and Ash and of course, Alex Ballantyne from Bleacher Report 2. So that's going to wrap it up. Again, just want to give you a quick little tidbit, middle of the day, talk about the schedule, tell me what you think, and we'll go from there uh, moving on. And we certainly will talk to you later on Silver and Black tonight over on the Mightier 1090. Until next time, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Check out the website, silverandblacktonight.com. All the shows and podcasts are archived there. You can also find us on YouTube. If you go to the YouTube channel, hit subscribe and hit the notifications bell so that when we are live on video or we premiere a video, you're able to get notification so you don't miss it. Big news coming up about the show as well as we move into the offseason. We're excited to share with that. But for my partner, Mo Moten, for myself, Scott Colbranson, I appreciate you guys all being here and also for being the best fans there are in all of sports. That, of course, is Raider Nation. Uh, We'll talk to you next time. Take care, everybody.